The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And my, 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 Denmark has been officially eliminated from the World Cup. A 1-0 loss to the Socceroos, Australia, that's what really sealed their fate. And quite frankly, honestly, for Denmark, to say that they shit the bed big time in this World Cup, that would be one hell of an understatement. I'll be honest, it wasn't really the best day for me personally because France came up short against Tunisia. Now, France still topped the group, so what the hell do I have to complain about? But a couple of my concerns come from the fact that Didier Deschamps made a total of nine changes to the starting lineup, you know, put in all the reserves against Tunisia. Now, Josh McSwain, the fiercely opinion Mr. Josh McSwain, and my other good friend Mr. Keith Teeter kind of don't really see anything out of it, I mean, like that. Now, Antoine Griezmann did have a goal at the end that was basically taken away controversially. But, you know, again, France topped the group, so I guess, you know, what the hell, right? I mean, give give Tunisia their pride. Tunisia won, but still, you know, unfortunately, they are, they are going home early as well. So, but for Tunisia, they just, you know, they finished third. And Denmark finishes fourth, so forget about France right now, honestly. You know, now, now that I know who France plays, France is actually going to play Poland in the round of 16 on Sunday at 9 a.m. I'm, I'm already nervous enough about that. But, man, for Denmark... Wow. You know, honestly, when Denmark started their, the campaign of this World Cup, when they started off with a 0-0 draw against Tunisia, you know, that's really what kind of gave me a little bit of cause for concern because I'm like, huh, Denmark with all that offensive firepower and they can't even score a goal against Tunisia, I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. Now, in the second game, you know, when, when Denmark, you know, narrowly lost to France, you know, losing to France 2-1, you know, that's where I told myself, now we're really seeing just how good Denmark is. Now, speaking of my good friend, the, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain, my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams in beautiful and sunny Southern California. You know, Josh, Steve, and I, all three of us as a trio, we all agreed that Denmark 
would had this huge, great potential of being the ultimate dark horse in this tournament. I mean, we saw just how amazing they were at Euro 2020 just last summer. Now, they were the dark horse of that tournament. You know, losing Christian Eriksen in the opening game due to that cardiac arrest incident and then managing to survive and making it all the way to the final three. You know, I thought that if Denmark could do well in the European Cup stage, then I am pretty sure, I was pretty convinced that Denmark was going to absolutely dominate in the world stage. But unfortunately, that did not happen. That did not happen. Oh, you know, the sad part is, you know, Denmark only scored one goal in this tournament. One goal. <laughs> on, an, on a basically on a negative three goal differential is how they end it. Well, negative two, actually, because they scored that one goal. So go, scoring only one goal and conceding three times. Three times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, France was on top of the group anyway, but France, and the fact that France, you know, still, you know, as long as Australia had won and France was going to retain on top, you know, France and Australia both end up with six points. But now, France, you know, advances, it basically wins the group because of a, of a goal differential. Australia is at a negative one goal differential, while France is at a plus three. France scored a total of six and conceded three times, so, yeah. But, you know, for Denmark, man. That game against Australia, just like I said it would be, it was a game where the winner would advance to the knockout stage while the winner would pack up and go home. Oh, man. And and honestly, I felt that Denmark was just going to snap out of whatever trance that they were in. They were not playing their best. But then I figured, you know what? Denmark played exceptionally well against France. Now, they came up short, but they played well against France. There's definitely no denying that. But seeing just how bad things were against Australia, I mean, three shots on target for Denmark, and they, they could not you know, convert any of them, although Australia had a total of four and conceded only once. But check this out. Denmark had 68% of ball possession, while Australia only had 31. Man. So Denmark was basically kind of dominating all forms, but Denmark just could not put the ball into the back of the net. And that was what ultimately doomed them. It's a damn shame, really. It, it really is. At the end of the day, other than the fact that Denmark just completely fell apart, I mean, I'm trying to basically kind of picture together or trying to basically put together the best and most logical explanation as to what the hell happened to Denmark. I think Denmark, I think after that 0-0 draw against Tunisia, that definitely had to be extremely frustrating. I can imagine how much of a negative impact they made on them mentally and emotionally but I figured that Denmark was definitely going to bounce back now they sort of did bounce back against France but again they did lose the game two to one but they really gave France a major run for their money so I figured well Denmark definitely showed some uh, showed a great no a number of strength against uh, Les Bleus so I figured well then Denmark really should have no problem you know coming out you know coming out strong against Australia but at the same time I did not want to basically count out Australia because, you know, but, you know, but basically I said that anything between Denmark and Australia, anything could happen. And this is what we saw. We saw Australia pick up the win. Therefore, for the first time since 2006, Australia is going to the knockout stage. And for Denmark, man, man, oh, man, oh, man. At the bottom of the group, one draw, two losses, a negative two goal differential. And that is only one point, ladies and gentlemen. One point. 
it, it, it's a shame, honestly, because, you know, a, a couple of my loyal listeners on this show hail from Denmark. Uh, honestly, look, for those of you, my loyal listeners, you know, who hail from Denmark, I'm sorry, y'all. I mean, honestly, I had the, I had the highest hopes for Denmark again, but, you know, Denmark, obviously, just something bad happened, and at the end of the day, something's, something's like that can't happen. We've seen a lot of a number of teams, you know, crap the bed big time. There's another, there's another one w- w- which on the next episode, uh, as soon as I'm done with this one, I'll record it. It's kind of like to do, you know, separate back-to-back, you know, content to kind of focus solely on one thing because I got notes for different ones. But anyway, sometimes you're gonna, you're gonna see teams, you know, just crap the bed big time. You know, look, look at, at the standings right now. You know, you know, other teams that we already know already crap the bed. I mean, Wales crap the bed big time. So sometimes, sometimes it's going to happen. I mean, you know, Germany's Germany's is is in a basically in a bit of a predicament. We'll find out Germany's fate tomorrow, I believe. You know, they're at with they're still at one point. You know, Germany's also negative one goal differential with one draw and one loss, and conceding three goals and only scoring twice. So Spain's on top of the group, and Germany again goes against Costa Rica. But then we all know that there's no way that they're going to happen. They're going to lose. I mean, I don't know if that game comes up tomorrow, if it comes up on fri on a. Uh, on Friday, yes, it, it's actually tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we got Croatia, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Japan, Spain, and Costa Rica and Germany. I'm glad I'm going to be watching a little bit of soccer before I actually go into training for my uh, part-time job, which I'm really, really excited for. But you know, going back to Denmark, now I'm definitely going way off topic. Sorry, y'all. It's, it's been kind of it's it's been just kind of one of those uh, days. But you know, going back now, looking at Denmark, I mean. You know, Denmark, the group stage, I mean, four years ago, they they lost in the round of 16. I believe they had lost to uh, Croatia. You know, Denmark, as we know, the best result they've ever had in a World Cup was was back in 1998 when they managed to make it to the quarterfinals. You know, what's interestingly enough is that back in 1998, Denmark was actually in the very same group as France. You know, France actually, you know, France was attempting to go to finish the group stage 3-0 for the first time since 1998. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but, you know, four years ago, Denmark, you know, got eliminated in the round of 16. You know, of course, Denmark did not qualify for the World Cup in 2014 in Brazil. So basically, Denmark really just has not had the best luck in the World Cup, you know, since their 1998 triumph. Some would say the the triumph was in 2002 when they officially eliminated the defending champions, France, with that 2-0 win. I'll never forget it. I was nine years old, but... I would kind of say, like, like back 1998, I mean, that was basically Denmark's, you know, ultimate triumph, so. And, you know, as we know, Denmark has only been in a total of six World Cups, you know. Basically, looking at their history, from 1930 to 1954, they, didn't, they did not enter. And then in 1958, they lost all four of their qualifying games and, and, and did not qualify, did not, did not enter the competition back, in, you know, four years later, then... From 1966 to 1982, they failed to qualify. Then they would they would qualify for the first time in 1986, going to the round of 16 before missing out on the, on the 1990 and 94 World Cups before kind of basically starting what was a bit of a streak. Although Denmark didn't make it in 2006 and 2014, so yeah. So, so unfortunately, this is definitely not so, so good for Denmark. And you know, Denmark will never forget back in 1992 how they they uh you know originally did not qualify for the 1992 Euro. But then they, they basically filled in for uh, Yugoslavia that was disqualified. So, you know, it, it was interesting. You know, you, they had won the European Championship in 1992 only to fail to qualify for, for the World Cup, you know, in 1994. You know, it, Italy is basically the, the, the latest uh, one, you know, guil- guilty of such, a, of, of, of such an act, winning the Euro only to fail to qualify for the upcoming World Cup. But, 
Anyway, that's actually happened numerous times. I mean, we'll never forget Greece did the same thing when Greece won the Euro in 2004 with that defense, defense, defense mentality, and then they didn't make it to the 2006 World Cup. So, yeah, but going back to the whole thing with Denmark, you know, I just don't know. I mean, again, you know, my, my only logical response out of the whole entire situation is the fact that obviously mentally... I I think I I think something just happened to them. Like I, I I don't know. Maybe did they underestimate Australia and Tunisia? That's definitely one theory. I would say I would say kind of. I mean, I would say they definitely underestimated Australia. I mean, give give kudos to the to the Socceroos. I mean, I didn't have the Socceroos making it out of the group stage. You know, originally I didn't have France winning the winning the group, but so far France has somewhat some way proved me wrong. I can only hope they continue to do it. I mean, they got to play Poland in the first round. It's better than playing Argentina because we could have had a rematch, but honestly, but, you know, right now for Denmark, I mean, I just, I had them, you know, making out of the group. Again, me, Josh, and Steve, we all, all three of us, you know, named Denmark as the potential ultimate dark horse in this tournament, but that did not happen. That absolutely did not happen. Denmark crapped the bed big time. I mean, this is humiliating for Denmark. This is absolutely humiliating for Denmark. So where does Denmark go from here? Well, honestly, the best thing... The, it's not that the, it's the best thing that they can do. All they can do, really, is they got to accept... for what they got. They got to accept their failure. And most of all, they have to learn from it. Learn from what happened. And basically now set your sights on qualifying for the 2024 European Championship Tournament. Which is going to be held in Germany. That's what. That's all Denmark can do. do it's like so. Just basically accept, learn, move on, focus on the future. Don't stay stuck in the past. Because if they if they were to stay stuck, being angry about what happened, you know, in uh, Qatar, well, that's definitely going to affect their future moving forward. But if if I know Denmark as well as I do, I'm sure that they're going to learn from this. And, and there's no doubt in my mind they're going to do well in the qualifiers. And we'll see how things go. You know, once they qualify for the Euro Championship. See how everybody else qual- how everybody else who does qualify, and when all the groups are basically set, we're, g- we're going to see just what Denmark's chances are. But this whole entire uh, Qatar experience, man, oh man, oh man, boy, did it not go well at all. At the end of the day, it is what it is, but it's a damn shame. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very, very much for joining me today, and I will see y'all next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.